destination. Eat, drink. Cooking soul food on the bus, jars of Tony's seasoning, and bringing a musical party around the world. I'm Brent Peterson, and this week we're talking to the crown prince of Zydeco, C.J. Chenier, on Destination Eat Drink, on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. The following is a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Hi, and welcome to The Bike Goes On. This is Brian Casey with my friend Sandra Bernstein. How you doing, Sandra? Brian, I'm good, but it's so funny. I wish everybody could see you because when you're doing your countdown, you your tongue's out. So you have like your little tongue is like... Nobody made fun of Michael Jordan when he would stick his tongue out when he'd go slam dunk over people. That was Michael Jordan. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. Sorry, you're I'm right. not making fun, no but Michael it is Jordan, really sir. funny. <laughs> I am very, very happy to have Terry and Mark Stark in the yeah. house today. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. Um, I think busier than me, for sure. Oh, I doubt that. Well, if you're not, it's because you're more organized than me. <laughs> <laughs> or you have more forethought than me. I don't know about that either, but yeah. Oh, I don't know. So, okay, before I forget this question, I was like thinking this morning, like, something I wanted to ask you before we like go back down the uh, old history path. When people see you and they compliment your work, your body of work, do they say, oh my God, you have an empire? The empire word is thrown Doesn't out. Doesn't it come out a lot? It does, and it's not really my favorite it's description of what we either. do. Yeah, yeah. It is so annoying to me. People, not to rant right away. No, but, no. So tell, to educate us. What would okay. you prefer? Um, because I, I know I've said the girl in the family empire, family, 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 or yeah. or enter, maybe enterprise. I mean. I don't know how empire to describe sounds it. Sounds like you're taking over the world. We uh, all yes. know that the word empire is evil. <laughs> They're only right? taking over right. Santa Rosa. Well, empire right. to me means like really corporate and right. you know the the man kind and of the financials. Like yeah, all about the money. It's a yeah, big, it's a big group. Yeah, it's a big group. It's a big group. Yeah, I was wondering because I didn't think it was just me. I think it's anybody that has more than two or three restaurants. Yeah, I think so. And and yeah. where we are. You know, in on the Santa Rosa side, Santa Rosa Healdsburg, to have six places in that small of a community, it that word gets thrown out there. Yeah, I bet a lot. Yeah, but it, it's certainly better than chain. Yes. Ooh, that's yeah. A, chain's no. terrible. No. I've never heard no. that. No, no. I've never heard that. Restaurants either, described actually. as a chain yeah. before. Yeah, I haven't either. No. So, um, six restaurants. Let's see. Do you do you know which all six? But no. you gotta you gotta no. name them in order. Yeah, you have to name them in, <laughs> in order. alphabetical Let me see. order. Can I name them in order? It's just for a free porterhouse. Um, from the yeah. first one to the to the very most first recent. one was Willie's. Correct. Correct. Willie's what? Willie's Wine Bar. Okay. The second one was Stark's Steakhouse. No, um, that wrong. was number four. Oh my God! Wait a second. The second one was because Bur- Burn and Bottle was. Are you counting that as six, five, or six? Does Willie's stay at one and then have another yeah. number? No. no, I think I think Willie's. Oh, Monty's is two. Right. Monty's, Monty's is three. Is, uh, <gasps> what is two? Go north. 
Willie Seafood. Willie Seafood. Oh, geez, Nick, where my right. Nick is. Yeah. My Nick. Oh, Nick. Hi, Nick. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's right. Willie Seafood. Yep. And then Monty's. And then... The Steakhouse. The Stark Steakhouse. Stark Steak. Then Brava. Uh, yes. And then Bird and Bottle. Bird and Bottle, yes. And then what's the deli going to be called? Grossman's. Grossman's. Now, is that number six or seven? That's seven. So that's seven. Uh you know, you guys are crazy. It sounds like an empire, doesn't <laughs> it? it? Oh, my God. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Oh, holy moly. Holy moly is Unbelievable. right. Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, where where are you from? Are you from here? I'm from San Mateo. I grew okay. up there, but um, my on my mom's side, I have like four generations, Santa Rosa to Cloverdale. So that's ultimately what why we ended up in Santa Rosa. We bought my grandparents' house. Okay. Yeah. All right. And Mark, you? I am from Southern Maryland. And if I say Southern Maryland more than three or four times, accent the accent comes will, back. <laughs> you got my damn fil- right. My, it's going to come Philly out. My accent comes back when I talk I grew about up, Philly. Uh, I grew up on the Chesapeake Bay. Oh, so you know where St. Michael's is? Oh, absolutely. My mom had a B&B Blessing there of the fleet. for 10 years. She had a B&B there? The Victoriana That's so Inn. crazy. Isn't that crazy? It's such a small world. Beautiful area. You know where Perry's Cabin is. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah. I so, love that area. Yeah. And I love all the little islands. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Tillman Island. And so we grew up uh, right, well, basically Solomon's Island. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, it is a beautiful place. Mm-hmm. I met, I wish she still had that because that was nice to visit. My uh, family still lives back there. So in the Annapolis oh, area. Okay. Yeah. So we go back. Oh, I like nice. to take Terry back. In the middle in of the summer. In the middle of summer or the <laughs> middle of winter, mm-hmm. which is just fabulous. Yeah, nice. winter. I yeah. like the off-season better. Right. Um, the Crab Claw, which is, so if you're in St. Michael's and then there's the little bridge that, or the road that goes to the lighthouse, one mm-hmm. of the lighthouses, and on your way there. So before you cross the canal was where my mom's place was, and it was a family home, and she turned it into a B&B, a big white Victorian house. Then you cross over and you have the Marine Museum. The Maritime Museum is on the left, if you're looking at the water. And then on the right is the Crab Claw. And I I like want those crabs all the time. <laughs> They're like, so once in a while I get lucky. But well, is it um, the, blue Sylvia, cra- the blue crab? The blue crabs yeah. right. and Sylvia and her family, I think it's still in their family. And they were, my mom was good friends. And it's such a different world. It really is. Where we are. It really is. Mm-hmm. So we have this. Uh, uh, well, it's my little dream to do a little little hole in the wall, a really true East Coast oyster bar, crab bar, and call it Fat Jimmy's. Do you know what you know what Jimmy's are? No. So like uh, on the, the ice cream Jimmy's? No, no. The blue the blue crabs. Ah, oh, the big ones. They have their sizes, and these are um, uh, the Jimmy's are the big males. Oh. Yeah. So <laughs> Jimmy. Fat, so fat Jimmy. Fat Jimmy. How, how, how big are we talking about? What's that? How big? Uh probably uh eight inches. Yeah. Would so they be they like the be... XLs? Like when they do like small, medium, large yeah. XL. Yes. They're like the big ones. Donardo's big... in Philly. We we go there. Same crabs, yeah. 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 So you're from Philadelphia? I'm from Philly. Yeah. So East Coast and yeah, East Coast, West Coast. It's just, it's a different world. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't been back too often though. So how did you guys meet? 
working together like every other restaurant really where where in palo alto in palo alto yeah we were working with the california cafe do you remember that yes i do i had uh i had been working in seattle and uh got hired by california cafe to come down and run their palo alto store in stanford Mm -hmm. and um it's funny funny story uh so i moved down and you know uh yeah Okay, I had a little attitude. I, I had a little attitude to oh, myself. What, were you a chef? Yes, <laughs> yes. And uh, so I start there as the chef, and the general manager, I don't know if you, she's our uh, director of operations right now, Ulrika. Oh, that's awesome. So this is how we met. The first month of working there, basically I called corporate office, and I said, she goes or I go. And the she, director of operations? Our current director of operations oh was the general manager of the California Cafe. We, she's she's German. I'm German. We did not mix very well. And when uh, Terry was hired eventually uh, by Ulrika, after they moved her to a catering position, oh. <laughs> they, they, they slided her over to get her out of the restaurant. Of Mark's. <laughs> and, um, and she had never done catering. And I was catering down the street. So we had met at like a chamber mixer and she called me up. She's like, you know, do you want a, a job? And I was working in a Hyatt hotel. So um, anyway, I came over and started working at the cafe and met Mark and quickly said to Ulrika, what's this chef's story? You know, it's kind of cute. And she's like, he's a total asshole. <laughs> he's an asshole and he's got a kid. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm like, well, that's all right. You know, yeah. I, can, and, I can work with that. And that was 20... 24 years ago. 24 oh, my years goodness. Ago. And oh, my she's, goodness. And she's been with us up here for at least 15 or 16 years. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I met her um, with you at the farmer's market on the west side. What Do they still um, do that one? I don't think so. No. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, I think I that was years ago for sure. Yeah. But I think your daughter was with you. Mm. Yeah. That's awesome. But Mark, isn't that the kind of kitchen that you came out of, though? You were sort of trained in that environment where it was it was, it was a little rough in the kitchen, right? You know, when you were talking about the difference between East Coast and West Coast, mm-hmm. when you, when you, when you, uh, mm-hmm. you know, cut your teeth uh, on the East Coast, you know, the French restaurants, uh, you know, you, you, you know, the stories are, are true. Certainly they were back then oh, yeah. that, uh, you know, you learn through abuse. Yeah. And I remember when I moved from Washington, D.C., coming out of, you know, French restaurants and then moved to Seattle in 1989, (laughs) uh, I worked for a private club and I I was in the principal's office, the general manager's (laughs) office, at least once a week for the first six months. Mark, you got to calm down. These are people. You could just relax. That's funny. And uh, I credit her for my management skill today. This woman, uh, Beth Curtis, and she taught me how to how to get people to want to do things, right? Versus which is a them. lot yeah. more effective. Yeah, yeah. totally. Well, let's yeah. can we talk about that for a second? Because I, I mean, I've been working in restaurants since I was fifteen, so I've pretty much seen it all, and I went through the same thing. I mean. I've seen pots and pans get thrown at people. 
um, complete. Did you work? Were you in one of my kitchens? <laughs> the worst was this new Italian chef. It was at the Four Seasons in Maui, and we got we opened up this new restaurant, and he was pretty much um, um, courted from Italy to come to this restaurant and they promised him, oh, you're gonna have your own restaurant, it's gonna be a beautiful kitchen. He didn't know he was coming to this little spot, Ferraro's, it basically was a walk-up sandwich window. And when he, <laughs> so when he got there, he was already pissed. I mean, he left his beautiful life in Italy and then and if anything went wrong, I mean, stuff flew, literally flew across the kitchen and he would just lose it. And my job now, I mean, not the chef that we have now, but the Which previous one? chef, Andrew Kane, did Andrew have a temper? Andrew was a hothead, and he'll be the first to admit it. They actually, there's still soundproofing in between the kitchen <laughs> and the dining room is a little server station, and it's completely soundproofed, um, not done professionally. You can tell when you're in there, you're like, what the hell happened here? It was because they had to muffle his yelling. Wow. Um, and he was the same way. I think he would end up in the principal's office every once in a while, and they'd say, you got to figure out some other way to do this. <laughs> right. But how does the chef go? I mean, if, if that's how they're taught, how do they then transition to, okay, deep breath. Let me explain exactly what I need. Anger management it's a, classes. <laughs> but it's a high pressure situation when you're in, in the middle of service. I mean, it's, it's on. Yeah. I think that, uh, those, uh, if I could call them skill sets back then, you know, I think the reason they started to morph and change was because staff was changing as, you know, everything was changing, mm-hmm. you know, you could th- throw things. And the laws. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. There were HR things starting to come get in. Get away with, not that you should have, but you know, things. And I think that you see as you go forward that, um, those aren't long-term you don't keep staff yeah. around for a long time using those techniques yeah but you know what they sure were fun in the in the old days sometimes well, but not only that i think sometimes they really worked well you know, th- there i see now in the kitchen uh, especially dealing with millennials a little softer side of chefs and sometimes i don't see the same results um that they were getting before when it was that yelling and that regimented very structured um way of doing the service right and it's it's certainly an effective way to get something done right away but uh it's it's like raising kids you know if you're if your mother or father scream all the time then that just becomes the normal voice so it's the you know uh, walk silent and carry a, a big stick i think stick carry a big stick <laughs> and just i still use it every once in a while i'll throw things or you know i certainly have uh, maybe uh, launched a, a plate but you know if you do it like once every, a year once a year it means something it right. means something yeah oh god he's really yeah he's what do we do he's pissed yeah and you know what uh, this i learned this from my dad he was a marine silence Oh boy, yeah. it's deafening. It's right. deafening. Yeah. I'm so disappointed. Oh, that's <laughs> right. Now that's a good one. Right? Yeah, yeah, but, disappointed. Right. Yep. But I think that you know, uh, to your point about millennials, I think you really keeping a um, a consistent culture in the kitchen um, really does wonders. So when newbies do come in, you're not the one that is. Uh, kind of setting the tone 
everybody around them. What is it that you always say? Like our staff, front of the house, back of the house. If if you're not going to make it, it's not really us. Exactly. That, we they take care of each thing. other. It's like exactly. They yeah. just, they, you don't they'll fit push the culture. You, they'll pip, push you right out of the nest. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. like a bird right. mentality. Yeah. 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 Well, and then you've also noticed that having a kitchen that is run by women is a much different atmosphere as well. Mm, absolutely. It's better. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's always I mean, better. Well, we've had times where we've had more women in the kitchen than men at the wow. wa- at the wine bar um, you early on. a great on. story that it was... Was Tracy there then? Sure. Tracy yeah. was there. Yeah. And, such a rock star. Um, Mark had actually had surgery, so I was at the wine bar expediting, and I'm calling tickets, and I'm looking down the line, and it's all women. The dishwasher was the only man oh, in, the, awesome. in that kitchen at the time. I love it. And it was great, you know? Um, I, I mean, I think a balance is it's, ideal. Yeah. It seems to be the best, yeah. you know, the most well-run kitchens that we have, I think, have a nice balance of men mm-hmm. and women. But How do you... So, okay. So you guys met. You were in Palo Alto, in, yes. in the California Cafe, and then what? You decided, let's go do our own thing? No, we... Um, we ended up working with a restaurant Lulu group. Oh, uh-huh. Um, I was hired to start a catering comp- division for them, mm-hmm. and they had Zabibo in Palo Alto. So uh, they had three restaurants at the time, and then Mark was um, doing his own thing, and then I ended up bringing him on as the chef for the catering division. So we were working together in San Francisco, and, um, were you dating yet? Oh yeah. Okay. We were now. Oh, what, yeah. what did it take? A month? <laughs> Mark, how long did it take to hook Terry? Oh, I asked him out. Oh three, God, bless three, you. Three times. Nice. He turned me down. Well, the third time, I asked him out or invited him over for Thanksgiving. He finally said yes. I was going through a divorce. Yeah. And I wanted to make sure I had my head straight before. And right. I was 25 and oh. ag- aggressive, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Thank That's God for awesome. that. Awesome, seriously. Yeah. yeah oh. So, so we yeah, we were working in the city, and um, an opportunity came up to to buy my grandmother's house, and um, so we decided to move to Santa Rosa, thinking that we would still commute to the city. But then wow. most of our catering jobs were like in the Santa Cruz Mountains, oh, and yeah, yeah. yeah, it was not ideal. So. Um, we quit our job and uh, moved here, and then I started working at Vintner's Inn. Okay. And um, was John there then? No, John was already gone. It okay. was Jeffrey. Okay. Yeah, and um, but I was at the on the hotel side, so um, I was over there, and then uh, kept driving past where Willie's Wine Bar was mm-hmm. on my way home to avoid 101, and. Uh, Anyway, come to find out, it was for sale. So, what was it before Willie's? It was called the Orchard Inn. Okay. And what happened was we had an appointment with a broker already to kind of was see it Tom. Tom Barnett. Yes. Uh-huh. I was thinking about him this morning. Yeah, he was wonderful. He went before his time. For he sure. really did. Um, and so I. Uh, my mom's boyfriend actually called me. And he said, "Hey, you want to meet me for a glass of wine? I'm trying to find your mom, but." meet me at this orchard inn. I'm like, oh, that place I drive by all the time. So go in there, meet him for a glass of wine, come home and tell Mark about this place. And so then we go in to have our meeting with Tom 
and uh, he shows us the sheets of the businesses that are for sale. And sure enough, the Orchard Inn was on there. So it was kind of... And what so, year is that? That was in uh, 2002. Yeah. So I was still... Uh, I had picked up a job in Marin County. I'm, I'm not going to tell you where. <laughs> it was a blip. You know, when you just... We, we all have a blip. You know, when you just... You take yeah. a job... And he's, oh, God, what well, if this goes more than six months? Mm-hmm. And we, you know, we just felt, when we came up here, uh, we just fell in love with Sonoma County. I mean, it reminds me of where I grew up, you know, close mm-hmm. enough to the water, close enough to Washington, D.C., but uh, farmers and a sense of community. So was, whatever we have to do, we're going we're gonna to live here. Mm-hmm. And so that's when we decided that, okay, let's try to do our own thing. And you know as well as anybody that, you know, we're in the restaurant business, so we had less than, less than no money. Right. Uh, but, you know, we, we, had, a, we had a dream. Um, and so when we found this, when Terry found this place, it was like, okay, uh, let's, figure, let's figure, figure it out. You know, so we just started dialing for dollars. You know, you call your, your friends, mm-hmm. your parents, we borrowed, you know, five thousand from here, a thousand from mm-hmm. here. I think we had fifteen investors. Wow, something like that. All paid off now, I'm sure. Maybe. Oh no, they're still with us. Oh, okay, <laughs> but they have a very small. Oh, they're, uh-huh. they're all paid yeah. off, but they, yeah. they all get a yeah, percentage. But they, yeah, they, they get they a little started. check, you know. Uh-huh. It's it's mostly family, mm-hmm. but uh, we always tell the story about you know our beginning because you know because we have an empire. Right. People, people, right. How people did you think, build that? Yeah, boy, they must have come mm-hmm. from money. Yeah. So we met with Tom and we met with the owners and uh, we kind of uh, struck a deal. We really had no idea what we were doing. And uh, then we had to write a good faith, you know, check, check, like deposit. And so we, we wrote the check, we gave it to Tom, the owners left the room and then we looked at Tom and said, so when, when do you think you'll be cashing that check? Cause we didn't have it. We didn't have a thousand dollars. We had like $400 in the and, bank. And oh. God bless Tom. He said, I'll just, I'll hold on to it. Said, okay. Great. He was awesome. Like how about a week from Tuesday? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then it happened. Well, the crazy thing was um, the owners of the Orchard Inn, Julia and David, um, German couple, she immediately was like, I want to sell to them. And so we didn't have the money that we had offered them. So they ended up carrying back the note for the majority of it. And that's how we got started. That's incredible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That is Oh, God. And how did you come up with the concept for the first restaurant? Terry and I are notorious for sitting at the bar. I don't think we've sat we don't in like a dining room a... because we just we get to try a bunch of different food. Mm-hmm. Like we just go through the appetizers yeah. and uh, and the you know, you get to talk to the bartender and, and then we get our drinks a lot quicker. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> I probably should have put that one up first. <laughs> and so we just thought, you know, um, Let's just do small plates. And the name, Willie's Wine Bar, when I first met Terry, she had a, a Willie's Wine Bar poster. From, from Paris. From Paris. We never, we never knew that it was a place. We never saw the address at the very uh-huh. So my dad's yeah. nickname from the service is Willie. Uh-huh. And all the kids would call him Uncle Willie. And he really liked wine. So 
we said, well, if you know, if we can do this, let's call it Willie's Wine Bar. They didn't sue you. No. no. What happened was I was given this poster by a uh, food and beverage director at the, the Hyatt that I left mm. to go to California Cafe. And he said, you know, it, it might be worth some money someday. You should frame it. But he didn't tell me the history. <laughs> right. So I had never heard of it. And when I framed it at Cheap Pete's for a hundred bucks, <laughs> I kind of cut off the address. Is that Petaluma Avenue? No, it was, was this one was in San Mateo. <laughs> but... Uh, I kind of cut the address off the bottom on the with the frame, so I just hung it up in my apartment. And then when Mark saw it, he was like, "That's a cool name." And and what we really liked about it was um, there was no parameters on the food. You right. know, it could be yeah. anything. And at the time in Santa Rosa, especially, there was not a lot in the dining scene, and it was John Ash. You know, it was Syrah. I mean, it was. Mm-hmm. Um, there wasn't a whole lot, yeah. but, um, you know, Willie's wine bar, you could be anything you wanted to be with that mm-hmm. food. So that was really the draw. And then, so we decided on that name and I was still working at Vintner's Inn and I went into the office, the GM, Percy, who's a friend of Percy. ours, Percy <laughs> and who worked Shout for, out. so he worked Where's, for California cafe. Oh, That's how we all uh, met. Is he still there? He is still yes. there. Wow. Talk about loyalty. I know. Right. I think he had just started there mm. and this was 2001. So yeah, he's been there a long time. Mm. Um, but I wanted to give my notice to him, you know, that we were going to be opening and he had a Willie's wine bar menu on his desk. And I said, Percy, what is that? He's like, oh, I brought this back for you and Mark. You guys would love this place in Paris. And so I'm like, oh, shit. (laughs) So I go back to my office, look it up, you know, on my dial up. And um, sure enough, there's Willie's wine bar. So I call Mark and tell him this place has been in Paris for quite a while. And, <laughs> but we just went, we just went for it. Yeah. And I said, Terry, come on, nobody's going to care. I mean, how many China walks are there? Right. Okay. Right. 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 And Frenchies now we've Frenchies. got Frenchies all over. Right. And, and to be honest, the owner of Willie's wine bar in Paris, we now somewhat know each other and his name is Mark. Williamson, right, uh, and that's where the Willies comes from. But he's been out. He's been he, out he came out to uh-huh. our original, out and we've been to the one that's in Paris. Awesome, and nice. So, yeah, it, it, he actually said that it, we helped his business. Oh, that's fantastic! Yeah. That, that I, I guess that. our guests would go on their trips to Paris. Yeah, and, becomes oh a God, destination so, yeah. right, for people. Mm-hmm. Our first year or two open, we. We had so many postcards from Willie's Wine Bar. <laughs> Our guests would go and always bring something back to us. Uh, that's so yeah. cute. Yeah, we had to just stop. Yeah. Stop bringing this yeah. stuff back. We gotta... I know. Well, I got fig stuff all over. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh I can imagine. And a lot of fig stories. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking my next book should be everyone's fig story because everyone has one. <laughs> right? I bet. So so if you're going to open up a wine bar, who's the expert on wine? Well, neither of us. This is a great story. So um, again, going back to John Ash Vintner's Inn, um, Dan Costa, you know, of Costa Brown, Mm -hmm. obviously. um, Anyway, he was just starting out the Costa Brown label. And we met, I met a mutual friend and he said, hey, you know, if you need any help with your wine list, you should talk to my buddy, Dan. So we ended up hiring Dan. 
to write and run our wine program. Um, Because first of all, we're new to the area. We'd only been here for a year and definitely didn't know the politics. Right. um, Right. And, you know, what was out there. So, yeah, Dan actually stayed on with us and ran our first three restaurants, the wine programs. And at the time in 2002, he was doing, he had like one Pinot, I think the Cone Vineyard Pinot, and um, a really crappy Sauvignon Blanc from Lake County. (laughs) And, and I mean, we just laugh now because we got kind of got started at the same time. Mm -hmm. So I think we were... For Willie's, we were paying him uh, 500 bucks a month. a month. And there were times, and you know, he was starting out, we're starting out, and he, he would, he'd, he'd call, hey, do you think I can get my check like uh, uh, a little earlier? And we were like, well, how much earlier? <laughs> <laughs> it's, but it's so precious to remember. Oh, sure. Like, the beginning Mm -hmm. you know like i i remember one of the biggest things i remember is my checkbook was in my back pocket i didn't take credit for anything i did not if i didn't have it in the bank i didn't do it i was that scared and i think that's like a family thing my dad you know made a lot of money lost a lot of money made a lot of money and i was just like you hear the stories about restaurants and how you know people overspend and then they can never do it and i was like okay and i remember for at least the first few months, always had my checkbook. The mm-hmm. wine would come in, I would write a check. The food would come in, I would write a check. And then when I finally I felt, felt like we had our footing, then I was like, okay, let's do 14 days, and then, okay, let's do 30 days. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they're the little things that we remember and go, God, how do we do it that way? I never forget the first time we did, we made payroll at Willie's Wine Bar and Tom Barnett was helping us and oh, Michael right, Hirsch Michael and Michael Hirschberg. Hirschberg. Exactly. They the, had that. They, I went up to the office and um, Michael was like, all right, so I've got some good news and some bad news. The good news is you made payroll. The bad news is you've got $435 <laughs> left. And I said, I was like, that's awesome. I said, there's people downstairs right now. Right. <laughs> I mean, we've got more money coming in. We're, we're, we'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. And I mean, even like for us, like I started with 12 wines and I'm like, okay, well, can only drink one at a time. So when we can sell this, then I can grow the list. When we have more money, I can get more wine. Right. And it's, um, yeah, those days long gone. Handwritten tickets. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No POS. You know, you, have, you have to go through that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I worked for a chef a long time ago, and he said, you know, anybody can be good with foie gras and truffles. Go out there and try to be good, be good with chicken. Right. And it's the same right. idea, exactly. you know. Uh, if you see it, we see it over and over again, restaurateurs that, or uh, wannabe restaurateurs that have a sizable bank account, they're a flash in the pan. Right. They don't have to, you know, right. they have the money already. They don't have to struggle. Right. They're not hungry. Yeah. yeah, so they'll yeah. build that million-dollar kitchen. and Right. And, you know, you well, yeah, all of our places we did with something that was already there mm-hmm. and made it work. And you go in a place and you go, 
okay, I can see this. I can visualize this. This is how I'll do it. And I kind of feel that same way is I never really wanted to start from scratch, like start with nothing. It had to have been something. And the footprint and that part made it, I don't know, more creative, creatively challenging, but an empty piece of paper to it, that was too hard. That's how we've um, come up with the concepts for our restaurants. We find the space that's available and then decide what concept is going to work. Feel like, yeah. Right. You, like, know, you, you look yeah. at, look at the building and you know, it's like yeah. the steakhouse. Yeah. You and go, the this, this can't be anything but like a fifties steakhouse is yeah. building screams for it. Yeah. Oh, I got so drunk in your place once. Thank I think you. I was stoned and drunk, actually. <laughs> <laughs> that was a long time ago <laughs> before it was legal. But no, it was a great meal. But actually, I do have fond memories of that meal. Were you with me then? No, no. You and I did have lunch at the Bird in the Bottle, though. And I, yes. that's one of those spaces yeah. where you go, oh, this really makes sense. I mean, you feel like you're yeah. almost in someone's home. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I love that space. And I like the bar, too. Yeah. The... Yeah, actually, when we um, recorded um, Farm Trails, yep. we went and had lunch at yep. Burn the Bottle after yep. it was really good. The yep. Tiffany and it was so yummy. Um, so, okay, one restaurant turned into two, two into three, three into. Now, how do you juggle it all? Because that's a lot. Well, I. Th- it was uh, well. The number one, the plan was not uh, to come up here and open a bunch of restaurants. Mm-hmm. It was seriously. Let's you and I are going to open this restaurant. You're going to work the front. I'm going to cook at the back. Middle of the afternoon, we'll have some espresso, and then we'll go back Do it to again. work. <laughs> and it'll be just. It'll be. It'll be beautiful. I'm going to make a pie. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I said. And uh, we had, I had approached this one gentleman when we were trying to raise money for the wine bar. And he totally shot me down. Uh, and by the way, if you've, I'm sure you've been out there, you've had, you beat the trail trying to find money. It is the worst thing ever to have to go and, yeah. hey, <laughs> yeah, throw me some cash. Believe in us, yeah. you know. But he, he turned us down. But then on our opening day, he got invited and he ate the food and he goes, he told Terry, I want in. And she says, well, we, we don't need you now. We're open. Right. And he said, well, if you do another place, you let me know. And then Tom Barnett, three months later, said, hey. <laughs> it's, it is his fault. He, it is. Yeah. He, he, he worked us into he every would, yeah. one of yes. us. Exactly. And he found this spot in Healdsburg. And uh, we felt, you know, it just... It, See, we felt Healdsburg was a lot of white tablecloth, uh, and w- very we seasonal. Mm-hmm. What would stand out? A, a seafood place that's not white tablecloth. It's just kind of down and dirty and kind of mm-hmm. East Coast. Yeah. And then uh, we went back to Raj was his name, and mm-hmm. he lent us the money. Oh, that's great. We had no business borrowing it, but we just like we're, you know we weren't that. We weren't that bright. <laughs> yes, you were. That helps, sure. though, right? Sometimes. It does. Just to be a little naive yeah. sure, in this mm-hmm. business. Yeah, yeah, ignorance is bliss. And then I just kind of went, it just went from there. Just mm-hmm. And it's like you were saying, you know, we, we see a building and we get 
inspired. And a lot of time the building needs to be saved. Right. Like the steakhouse, uh, the bird in the bottle. Yeah. You know, they were beautiful yeah, buildings, but just not, you know, they weren't taken care of. They weren't loved. And right. so I, I'm not sure if we're in the, you know, uh, restaurant business or uh, the real estate, real estate. <laughs> restoration <laughs> business. Restoration. Yeah. But it's it's hard, isn't it? Harder is is this is Grossman's? So you have a new project coming on board, mm-hmm. and it's called Grossman's Deli yeah, or Noshery or not? Oh, Noshery is awesome. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, term. and in Santa Rosa, do you find the work to be? more challenging when you did the Healdsburg restaurant with the county and the um, regulations. Oh, and... absolutely. Uh, everything has changed. Yeah, everything. When we did Willie's Wine Bar, we didn't even tell anybody. <laughs> we just renovated <laughs> Once again, and opened. Naive. Awesome. I mean, you know, we just didn't know any Nobody different. Nobody bothered us. <laughs> uh-huh. And Tom did the wine license, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So you didn't have to know all that. He right. did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, it's it's very difficult now, and uh, I think the bird was probably the toughest. Oh, uh, yeah, because of the building, or I don't know what it was, but it took they, they, ten months to get a building permit. They put us through our paces, and you know it's so irritating because it's like you you've seen what I've done. It's like, you guys, you know, we're a successful business. We're in town. We're paying taxes. We're hiring a lot of people. You really going to give us a bad time for 10 months right. to, in you know, keep feeding our economy and our neighborhood? It's backwards to me. Well, we were always saying, like, every time we went into the city for a meeting, we're like, you know, we're going to hire 70 people. Yeah. And so the sooner you let us get going with it, the better, right. you know, let alone the tax dollars and... Yeah, it's it's always bizarre to me. What is it though? Is it waiting for someone's approval, or is it? I I think that there are there's not really a a, a pyramid. It's just a there are these departments, a bunch of desks, and everybody's uh, maybe timid on pulling the pulling the trigger on saying, yeah, that's good, go ahead and do yeah. that. Because if they do that, and then something then they're happens, whether it's uh, you know we weren't uh, we didn't have enough sprinklers or you know, uh, the, the handicap acts, you know, and, and everybody's afraid of being, um, liable. Yeah. Liable. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like exactly. at the bird, we had to, we have two sets of stairs, two staircases. Mm-hmm. We had to rip out both of them because one was one inch too narrow and the other set of stairs, I guess the pitch or the height of, we had to add a stair. We were one stair short. It's crazy. That and and that is also a fear that I have that if we were ever to get the Sonoma Hotel, as soon as we would get it, it would open mm-hmm. up. You trigger a can everything, of worms and all the things grandfathered in on that property would go away. Yes. So, that's scary. Mm-hmm. Don't have enough money for that. Well, and you know when you take over these places, I think it's twenty percent of every budget has to go towards ADA improvements, right? right. Um, even if they're not exactly. needed. You need, well, so you needed to build stairs because you needed to fill the budget. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, which which okay, which restaurant does the best uh, as far as volume mm. or profitability? Well, what's, what's your heart? Which is your 
Do you have a favorite? Like, well, yes, w- we Willie's, absolutely do. Willie's. Willie's wine oh, bar. Did you just say it out loud? Yeah. Well, yes. You're not supposed to say it I can it say it. Loud. It burned no, down. It burned down and you built it up and it's got it a lot first, of love. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Um, we were not going to rebuild Willie's. It took us a long time to come to that decision. Mm-hmm. But it was the staff. You know, the, the, we, all the staff was absorbed into the other restaurants. So mm-hmm. nobody lost their job. And uh, they all wanted to go back to Willie's. They wanted to work together. Again. You know, it was kind of like they were put into foster care, <laughs> you know, and they just wanted to go home. They wanted their home. Aww, so when I we opened it. the wine bar, it was so so easy because 70% of the staff that was at Willie's the day of the fire returned. That's amazing. So it was just like we are in a new house, you know, mm-hmm. but we didn't, we, we knew who we were. We weren't trying to figure that out. And mm-hmm. it's like, okay, well coffee service what is it oh get the french presses that's what we did before you know so we just followed suit but um in regards to the ones that that do the best um is it just based on seats and turning or uh, i think it's you know the volume for sure but um you know starks does really well Oh my God! Yeah, you, Kelly, okay. don't leave all of this here. You can't right. see it, but Kelly Moore, K Moore, yeah. the infamous Kelly Moore, has Kelly just Moore, brought on the biggest box of mini desserts yeah. that I have ever seen. Help yourself. <laughs> did you did you bake these yourself? No. <laughs> oh my God! Did you have any yet? Yes. Yeah. Sugar. It's the morning. Yeah. Oh, the frosting. I like this little crumb thing here. Mm-hmm. That's a salted apple caramel tartlet. Now, where are these from? These are from our wine, our open house yesterday. Okay. So, do you have to take these back? Or? Terry, you're not having any. You're not being right good. This okay. Yeah. Go, go. Thank you. Yeah. For, Thank you. Yeah. I know. You know, Bart and I, who are both members of your wine club or we're both at the swim meet this weekend kicking ourselves because Bart came. oh good yeah. mm-hmm. he, he finally there. made it okay he got to taste the 2005 trayvon and a oh, our nice. very first wine yeah. and it was delicious amazing at the swim meet no, no. At, at our open house yeah, <laughs> this sounds like a swim meet i want to go to <laughs> yeah where's that hell yeah well you were having um mm. fancy food at your swim meet that's right. that's right with Jesse, yeah. 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 No, but we, yeah. we were just lamenting that we Bart was doing timing for the kids and we were mm-hmm. both like thinking, Man, oh, we really need to get over to sweet yeah. D. It was fun. Nice. Well, people a lot of people didn't show up. It was interesting. People just they RSVP, they pay for tickets and then they don't come. I'm like, okay, well we made all this food. Well, that's silly. Silly. Well the, yeah. Now we and have I this food like for us. I never like to run out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's not necessarily just seats or... No, I mean, like, Bravis in Healdsburg, you know, is super busy. Mm. And it's, you know, the smallest footprint. I and mean, we don't know how they, you know, our staff can churn mm. out the food. The kitchen is like a post, you know... The kitchen mm. is uh, this size. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. About the size of this room. Yeah. but. Um, you know, interesting enough, our restaurants, because we have two in Healdsburg and then the four in Santa Rosa, they all kind of have their different seasons, mm-hmm. you know, oh, okay. it's like right when Healdsburg starts slowing down, Santa Rosa picks up for the holidays. So, so the steakhouse busier in the holidays. Oh yeah. yeah. That must be huge. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. definitely the, 
the favored place. Plus we have banquet space there. Mm -hmm. So, um, the month of December at Starks is off the charts. Mm -hmm. Now, how, how do you, the two of you, how are you still married? (laughs) I mean, I can't even imagine, like, I mean, John and I in business now, I mean, we're working together, I think 25, 26 years now, but he's not my husband. Right. You know, we did have counseling in the middle, but you guys are like in it all day and all night. I think the key is, um, trying to just stay in our own lanes. Wait a minute. Could you have a, can you write this down for me? Okay. (laughs) Stay in our own lane. Stay in my lane. I can put that on the quote. <laughs> if, if we were both chefs, I don't mm-hmm. think it would ever work. No. But um, we have enough division of you know responsibility that we can kind of keep those two things separate. And how do you divide that up? Who who does what? Well, it's really easy. Mark's the talent. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, he basically it's front and back of the house. Mm-hmm. I mean, not that we don't overlap and have input in both areas with each other. but Sure. I mean, when it comes to the designing of a new restaurant, or I, I love to take a back seat on that and, oh. and, and just kind of put my input. And, and mm-hmm. I'll know she'll give me the look. Mm-hmm. Okay, just that's enough. Not happening. Yeah, <laughs> and I do the same. Like we'll start talking about the menu. a menu item, and you know, Mark will start the conversation, and then I'll inter, you know, I'll interject something like an ingredient, and then he looks at me like, mm, yeah, no, you just crossed that. <laughs> but what what she does bring to the table is uh, she's she's the customer. She's she's my audience, and right. you know, chefs uh, tend to forget who they're cooking for right. sometimes. Yes. And uh, so she keeps, keeps it, uh, keeps it grounded. And well, I always say I can pass the ball to Mark, but he's got to make the touchdown. <clears throat> right. Right. I, I exactly. run it in. Absolutely. Yeah. But I think the biggest thing, sense of humor, mm-hmm. oh, you got, you know, you, you just got a lot. You just got to fucking laugh mm-hmm. at shit sometimes. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, you know, when it gets really hard and we both know that if uh if she's having a tough time then it's my job to get her through it and Mm -hmm. vice versa Mm -hmm. yeah we we both can't we both can't go down at the same Same time. time yeah 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 it's really it's fascinating to me i mean a lot of people don't make it yeah you know it's it's intense and it's an intense business it's hard to make money um, and it's now it's like all people, like we keep saying, God, the next, if, if, and when we do another business, it's gotta be very small staff, mm-hmm. that's, high, high volume, small staff. Right. So yeah. that's what we're trying to figure out at Grossman. So what's that service going to be like? Do that? How, how much can we get the, the, the customer, uh, mm-hmm. to participate, mm-hmm. you know, by right. placing your own order or right. are you doing the deli crawl across the country? We we have uh huh yes. uh huh how fun oh uh, we went to Brooklyn in um, Brooklyn and Manhattan Did you go to Katz's of course oh, absolutely oh. yeah they just have a line you get it you go walk all the way down mm-hmm. I didn't mind right it's crazy yeah we had a oh, we we had a great time we ate so many bagels uh huh oh are you gonna make your own bagels yes are they gonna be boiled boiled uh, absolutely oh, yeah. okay. And they're going to be made with Brooklyn water. 
Oh, see, I, I tell that to. How do you to, do that? Well, I'll, I'll, you'll, do you need a I'll, lot? you'll be one of the only people that really understand. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, so when we went to Brooklyn, we brought back some Brooklyn tap water, and then we made a sour. How did you get on the plane with water? We checked it in our bag. Checked it in the bag. Smart. And uh, so smart. We, we did a sourdough starter. And so we just keep feeding that. Okay. So in essence. Exactly. See? It's just a good story. Oh, my story. God. My whole week is it's about fermentation story. right oh. now. Seriously. Yeah. All week. All week. Since last week, we had Dave Arith on from Sonoma Brinery. Oh, yeah. He does His pickles. Stuff. I hope he's going to do your pickles. Well, we, we have discussed. do we, it and yeah. your pickles. We, yeah. You can do your own. We want to do our own. Yeah. There are lots of things we want to do on our own. We may yeah. not start out right. that way. But right. It's it's overwhelming. It is. But if we, if we go to somebody, we're going to him. Yeah. He's amazing. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's um oh I love I know. I grew up um every Sunday we went to the deli. Either it, for the longest time it was Jaime's and then I don't know if something happened because then we started going to Murray's, <laughs> which was just across the street on the other side of the street. And this is in uh Philadelphia suburbs. And then eventually we went back to Jaime's and it was every Sunday pretty much. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, this concept, the Jewish deli, and, you know, we are Jewish. We're not, you know. Um, <laughs> Terry's. Ish. I'm part, ish. Terry's too. part Jewish. Yeah. yeah. And, um, well, if you're Italian, you're part Jewish. Right. You know, I feel like there's a, there's a lot of similarities. Mm-hmm. There is. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, both my parents are Jewish, but my mom converted to marry my dad so you know i I guess the lineage is supposed to go through the mother your Mm -hmm. mother but um but this is a very personal concept for people yeah and we're kind of equating it to barbecue you know it's like everyone's got their style yes i would never open a barbecue restaurant oh it'd be so hard i know see i thought that too and then we had uh uh, rob Rob on from from cochon volant and i was asking him you know have you ever had people come in and say, oh, that's not Louisiana, that's not Texas? And he didn't give a shit. He just yeah, said, he I'm doing what I doing his, he yeah, crosses all these do. different that's, styles. That's, and, what you ha- that's what you have to do to get through this business. Because it's, you know, mm-hmm. you know, I was in my head thinking uh, of a question for you. Like, what's, yeah. what's, what do you love most about the restaurant business? And what do you hate the most? And in my head, it's the constant critique I, I would Constant. have to agree with you. Yeah. It's just relentless. It's just, and it it's, the bell curve is just gone from like here. And I mean, even in the beginning, if it wasn't perfect, your core community told you it was great because mm-hmm. they wanted to see you do well. Right. They wanted to give you a boost. Now it feels like it's so the opposite that they want to point out all the things that are wrong, like right away, or their opinion. And don't, don't you feel that that's because also your scale is different? Right. It, yeah, that's how I feel uh, about it. Well, I, I, I kind of do, but I feel like TV, food social media, media, social media, all these platforms have given people, and, and you, I'm speaking to the choir, but I mean, they just give people a voice that they can stand behind something and they don't have to admit it. They don't have to, you know, they can say whatever they want and you don't even know really who's saying it. Absolutely. And it, it's unfortunate that negativity 
is so much louder. Yes. And these days, yeah, you know, open table reviews, Yelp reviews, TripAdvisor reviews, Google reviews. We're responding on all of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, it's a full time job. It's a full time. I wish we were doing more of the positive responding. Thank you so much. That was so great. But it's like. I just want to write like, dude, did you even read the menu or why couldn't you don't like that table Ask to be moved, right? You know, this isn't, you know, this is a free world. You know, you don't like it. We're going to do our, if you don't tell us, we can't fix it. But people have to take some of their own responsibility on some of this stuff and you don't like it, send it back. But I feel like right now what's going on in our world, everyone is so upset and anxious and you know that they don't have any other way to voice Mm -hmm. their feelings other than pick on the easiest (laughs) thing and um i mean we had a guest recently that was so upset that we didn't have a blue cheese stuffed olive yeah and he was from out of town and we finally brought him blue cheese and olives Right. (laughs) right and he wanted our gm fired because he didn't handle it properly and it's like, wow, yeah. you're going through your life carrying so much angst. Right. You know, and right. and they come into the restaurants and their expectations are, are just crazy. Yeah. We're supposed to fix everyone's yeah. problems. What's the hype? I don't know what the hype is. Why are there all these good reviews? I thought it was horrible. Like, do I want to write, no, you have no taste. Right. <laughs> but you can't do that. I mean, the people that have you know, tried, even if they were kind and considerate in saying, Hey, um, really don't appreciate that public or what, or whatever they would say. There's so much lashback on those restaurateurs that actually want to have a voice. I mean, it's not worth it. You can't, you know, right. you so can't you, say anything. You, you shrug them off. You just apologize, you know, but they're not done. It chips away at you. <laughs> it does. And, uh, I had a guy who did open table, trip advisor, and Yelp in the same day. I'm like, seriously, dude? How about the people that sit at your table and write a bad review while they're while still they're in your restaurant? Oh, yeah, they yeah. see it. But, you know, what yeah. I've always said, too, is like, what other industry that, you know, this crazy industry we're in, we put all this resource, we, we're not wealthy people no i mean the perception is you know we're yeah, rolling in yeah, it you know exactly and, and you put all your heart and soul your resources into opening these restaurants mm-hmm. and with the intention of just doing a really good job and hopefully you're going to be yeah, light and feeding people and feeding people's and you, memories and or... then you're critiqued you know your dream is is <laughs> torn apart you know someone's telling you your kid's ugly yeah you know or yeah, stupid exactly <laughs> that's how it always feels and like. i i that i would agree that is absolutely that someone is always judging something that always. we're doing always right. judging and it hasn't made you stop wanting to be creative and do projects no no i mean i've had to get to a place where i just have to listen to the positive right and you know if there's something that's consistent right you know then the trend the tr- if there's a trend then obviously we're doing something wrong mm-hmm. but for the most part i can read between the lines and see that it's not us it's the person writing right. that right review. and i think most people i think people can but it still hurts your feelings it, it does yeah. we're human yeah I mean, someone, I was reading reviews this morning and my, oh, my poor mother was, she was on the phone and I'm like, I open, I get the open table 
email digest once a week with all the reviews. So they send you, you know, an export and you opens it up in an Excel sheet and I go down and there's like 25 or 30 reviews on open table and I do the overall and I go, okay, there's a one, there's a three. I'm not looking at the fact that 90% of them are, are fives, fives right. you know, um, and it's, just because it's like, okay, what do I have to fix now? Mm-hmm. What do we have to do? And I'm trying to do the same thing. And I think John's pretty good at it too. But we do have a manager that responds, you know, to the negative stuff. And social media will pick up the stuff on Facebook mm-hmm. or somewhere and they'll say, hey, how do you want us to handle it? Right. But But you're right. Like, And also the other thing, it's like we're the business that, well, I guess, are you having the minimum wage, the North Bay Justice? Um, are you going through this now? Yes. It just um, it just went through that we're going up to 15 um, July 1st. No way. Mm-hmm. Yes. In the so. city of Santa Rosa. Okay. So that's Bird in the Bottle. It's... Uh, Monty's too is in yeah, the city? Yeah, everything. All four of ours. Oh, no. So... I mean, I know you can relate to this. So they started and what are you going? Here she goes. You just lit a fire. I, yeah, it, I, I'm furious. Yeah. Well, we went to the city council meeting, you know, we tried to yeah, me too. speak our, you know, our position. And, and I, while I understand that it's not just our industry, but the fact that we don't have a tip credit in this state and we're one of six or seven states right, that don't. Yeah, it's don't. just not going to have the effect that they think no. it's going to have. No, we're going to see a lot of restaurants close. There's so many people that are already, you know, it, again, the perception is that we're making a lot of money. Right. As you well know, the profit line in it's restaurants. It's tiny. It's tiny and it can go away really quickly. Yeah. And I feel for those restaurants that are struggling already that can't, that don't have volume. Right. You know, and right? Because volume does solve a lot. But you know, for us, it's you know the the tipped employees are the only ones that are going to benefit from right. this. We're not against the minimum wage going up. Absolutely either, not. Either are we. We would just like to see it be more effective. Exactly. So and the, let us be business people. Our there's basically uh, 400 employees. Uh, about half of those are back of the house. I, I, if we have two they're or probably, three people that aren't making right, exactly. $15 plus yeah, already. They're probably interns I, or so high school kids. That $15 is really going to go to the front of the house. Yep. And so they, they just, they make more money. The back yeah. of the house doesn't get any more money. So are you going to change your model? No, not you right now. Stay. You see how it goes. You know, I really, are, are you talking about like doing a service charge? Yes. I think that I that is like suicide. I, I just, I just don't like it. Either. It seems like everybody that's done it has right. has reverted back. back. Right. It's such a negative, and I feel like you're putting, you're putting yourself in a position again where a guest can negotiate the service charge. I'm not paying twenty percent. Right. The service wasn't worth it. Right. And they get to decide. They get to decide and argue it. It's now it's right. like a corkage fee or right. whatever, and. Um, I feel like that's going to create a nightmare. And then you've got service staff that is not, they're not motivated. Right. And, and you know, our service staff, thank God, they didn't care. They didn't necessarily want it. 
No. I mean, well, it's interesting because they tried to get us, you know, 15 by 2020. And we, I started with the council like over a year before it even came up, like the first little bit I heard in it. And I just wanted to say, hey, this is about the restaurant business. This is kind of our, the way it works and how people make money and what it is and what it was like to be in Philly making 201 an hour because it was the tip credit and I made tips. And, you know, explaining about how our culture, if we're not good to our staff, they're not gonna stay. Mm -hmm. And I get that there are maybe, and not to call out Denny's or, you know, different restaurants or people, I'm sure there are plenty of restaurants that abuse their staff. But it's like when you're looking at your core neighborhood, you know, we're the people that take care of everybody, feed everybody, donations, fundraisers, time, 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 you know, do whatever we can do and just listen to us. It didn't matter. It didn't, it didn't matter. We did a survey. We did a petition. Didn't matter like people. And I don't like getting political about stuff, but it's like you are just taking money out of our pocket that we have plans for, like we started upping the back of the house so that we wouldn't have wage compression when it happened, that there would be a big enough gap. Because like a cook, you know, a dishwasher saying, yeah, I make 15, well now they make 15. Mm -hmm. They just made 300 too, or 350. Mm -hmm. And it's like, so the lawyer in our town said, first he said, um, yeah, well, I think you guys can do a tip credit. I'm like, okay, I don't yeah. know about that, but we'll see go back to the next meeting we have things laid out nope can't do that not going to happen that's but illegal it's yeah. illegal but i think you can do a job classification and we go oh job classification okay let's figure out what that is we hired a labor attorney and went through it so we could make a proposal at the council and basically a job which we could have done which would have been legal where and they would have had what they needed and that is you can say if you are a nurse not like a nurse like a if you're a caretaker in a senior assisted thing then they have to be paid at least 15 or 18 or whatever they could have gone and really been specific and said all of your back of the house people have to be a minimum but if you make t if you are in this class you are staying with the state they could have done that and when we came back and went with that proposal the lawyer's like no we're scared we're going to get sued so we're not going to do that well yeah you have three lawsuits or you can get sued for anything and it's just like so but we are going january to 1350 and then the following year to 15 then to 16, then to 17, then to CPI. I mean, they're nuts. It's crazy. I, I don't even know. Yeah, something's going to have to give. I mean, yeah, how much can we charge for a burger? Right. And that was, you know, because people don't also understand that, you know, workers' comp goes, this is not yes. just the minimum yes. wage. Don't you think it's maybe an insurance thing? Well, insurance company and why conspiracy. I've never understood why workers comp is based on payroll dollars and right. not people. Right. How many employees do you right. have? How many hours? I mean, I get, right. you know, like the exposure. Yeah. Yeah. You, get, you to... get paid more. So you're going to hurt yourself. Right. More often. Yeah. No. Yeah. 
Um, but it's even the liability insurance because right. if you are, or if you cover yourself for, you know, lost business or trying to cover your staff or any of those things, even liability will go up. I kind of, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's not. Hopefully my insurance company is not listening. We probably share the same <laughs> George Peterson. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But it's just brutal. It really is. Yeah. And, um, it's scary. It's scary. It's going to be interesting times. You guys are really bringing me down. I'm so sorry. Okay, let's turn well, it around. Well, it's a little peek behind have the another, curtain. Have another, I, have another brownie. Listen, we'll, we'll get through it. We will get through it, and we'll figure it out, because that's right. what we do. Exactly. With every given situation, that's what we do. Right. That's who we are. And and it's a different mold. If you're going to be in the restaurant, you're going to do this. It takes a different kind of person. But, you know, the, oh, absolutely. Uh, the last thing I'll have to say about this is, like, People are going to, re, you know, reduce their staff size, yes. and people are going to have to do more with yes. less, and you know that's just the reality of it. Yeah, it, it has to come from somewhere. Like you said, how high can you take your burger price? Right, right. you're gonna we're gonna have to find money elsewhere, and right. if payroll and is the biggest expense. That's yeah. where it, you're going to make gonna the go. cuts. Yeah. And I, I mean, I've started to notice when I go out that I think service is declining a little mm-hmm. bit and there's not enough people that, you know, they have to cut back. Right. And, but the general public isn't going to understand it. They're just going to keep writing reviews. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Anyway, um, is this going to be your last one? It is now. <laughs> <laughs> It is now. Oh, no. Well, I don't know. We need different councils, I guess. No, but when is it going to open? Uh, we're hoping end of January. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay, wow. that's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is like walk-up order. It's, it's everything. It, it's it's going to have, it has a full bar. Oh, so that's awesome. You, you can, you know, sit down, uh, semi-full service, mm-hmm. uh, or order to go. Uh, there'll be an outdoor area. Mm. Um, yeah, so you can have your pastrami sandwich and a scotch. <laughs> I know, that's great. Well, and is the sandwich going to be as big as your head? I mean, is it going to no. be like eight inches thick of meat that you... I don't, I'm not sure if Santa Rosa is ready for a $24 pastrami sandwich. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, I don't really, but it's, it's going like to... No. We're going to... Um, we're going to try and stay as a traditional deli as possible. I mean, there are no other delis around us no max max per se it's not so we don't have to recreate the wheel we just want to do it as well as we can do it and Uh, you're going to do that i mean the best ingredients and you know you don't have to be gorged with a pound of meat no right yeah i'm excited bagels and locks and schmear and Uh oh my god i probably come to santa rosa for that (laughs) um are you guys on doordash no no. Yeah, no. We we were for a week I'm, because I they go, just put us on there. Oh, yeah, they, they put asking. us on. Yeah. I don't know how that works. I You know, I see the advertisements. Horrible. You know, get your get some French fries from... Uh, uh, I don't understand the I, model. How, how, how do they make money doing that? Yeah. I, I think people must reheat the French fries at home. It's the only thing I can think of because they, they're horrible by the they time They just have you a garage them. full of food. Uh-huh. And, I, I don't know. that. I mean, you can't order. There's certain things. I think Sandra and I had, Sandra and I have had this conversation before that if you're going to do that type of service, you have to talk to the restaurant and and 
and figure Design out what food menu. travels well and right. what doesn't. That's what's and tough. Only about. offer yeah. those right. things. Most right. of the food that we do, yeah, you doesn't do, cut it either doesn't, right away. Yeah, it just doesn't work. Yeah, I mean, no. Chinese food is just made for that. Right. Exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's it's fascinating. How do you see um, the restaurant? business going do you see i mean it feels like a lot of people are opening restaurants right now at least in sonoma well uh i don't know santa rosa there's i think there's quite a few restaurants that are struggling that are having mm -hmm. a hard time um mostly in the downtown area mm -hmm. uh i think that healdsburg everyone's occupied i don't see a lot of opportunity right. unless right. it's new construction um but yeah, I mean, it. I feel like it's going to continue to grow mm -hmm. as retailers right. go out. You know, right. I mean, outlook, I think that that's all yes. we're going to have left is Food. restaurants. Yeah. The out, the outlook for Santa Rosa itself is is really good. It's positive. There's a, there's a lot of projects as a, mm -hmm. uh, on the on the on the Some docket. Some hotel, any hotel project. Oh, that's yes. great. We haven't had a new room in like 25 years here. Oh my gosh! Really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, MacArthur Place just redid the whole thing, mm. but they didn't add any rooms. But no hotel projects have been passed. And then all the half the Airbnbs are gone because they weren't legal. Oh, that's right. Mm -hmm. well, we had the Hyatt right there in Santa Rosa. They expanded and added a bunch of rooms. Wow. And then there's the, the um, Ace, Ace Hotel. Okay. Oh. And it's gone up. It's a modular build, so it's gone up like really fast, like a container. So they each room, have these it's like Legos. Wow! Warehouses, and they they put them on these railroad tracks, and the room goes down, and they just outfit it. So then they they ship a room to the site, and it's completely done. It's got furniture in it. It's got You're the TV. Kidding. Everything's in it, and they just stack them up. That's unbelievable. And it, go, it goes up like in a in a second. Like one day, there was a big hole. A week later, there's two stories already. That's it's amazing. Crazy. It's crazy. See, Santa Rosa is not as picky, though, as Sonoma when it comes. To, I, I can just imagine Whoa. the conversation that would happen uh. in Sonoma if you said, oh, yeah, and get that, these rooms, and we're going to stack them up. Oh my God! Hell yeah, would break. Nothing loose. gets done. No. Really, yeah. nothing gets done. Well, I think because we lost, um, you know, two yes, of the big hotels. Sure. Yes. I mean, Fountain Grove. Yeah, and, and the it Hilton. Was so devastating. Yeah. And that, do you live in Santa Rosa? Mm-hmm. Did you lose your house? No. Oh, I'm so glad. That would have been yeah the end of it for us. Been, yeah. <laughs> it's bad enough losing Willie's, but yeah. Um, our home would have taken us out, I think. Yeah, it, it just right now, I mean, it's we're supposed to have another outage on Wednesday and Thursday this mm -hmm. week. Um, I don't know. It's like going to be the new normal now. Got to well, figure did it you out. Lose power up here. Yes. Did the store. Yes. What did you guys Everything. do? Everything was shut down on um, the we plaza. Were completely the shut down. Hotel was shut down. We for two days. were. Yeah. You guys didn't. You moved all your guests out of there. The uh, MacArthur place had a very big generator. So like everybody was there. Mm -hmm. um, did you not lose power in any of the places? Just Willie's wine bar. Wine just bar. Really, so, Go figure. Yeah. Well, probably because it burnt down. They well, like, well, listen to and this. And it's in a different location. But we're in a different location. <laughs> so it burnt down. We rebuild it. It's the only one that loses power for two days. Then the morning that we get the power back on, an elderly gentleman who was parked in front of it 
hits the gas instead of the brake and drives right through the patio. Oh my God. Luckily, we weren't open. Oh my goodness. We took out two tables. Oh my God. A major piece of the, and we're like, we spent the entire week telling the staff at Willie's, we're, we're not jinxed. We're, we're not, not jinxed. No, it's you're be not okay. jinxed. It's okay. We've had three things happen now. Yeah, so we're, no, done. we're done. Yeah, we're right. done. But um, no, we, um, we had four weddings and probably we lost a Google event. We lost, um, buyout at the cafe um we had to move a few things around and then had to move them back and you know we, we want to do these weddings i mean you know we've been planning them for a long time we knew if we got power back the friday morning we could make it work we <gasps> could make it happen that's just a but nightmare. it was Crazy. it was they were running generators back and forth um, on, off, on, off. And then the second day, John was smart, pulled the food truck in and used the food truck as the generator for the walk-in. Mm-hmm. So we lost around $5,000 worth of food in different places. Um, maybe over 100000 in sales, yeah. which does not equate to a lot of profit, but it's still, you know, and staff wants to know if they're going to get paid. Right. And I'm like, no, because we're not going to get insurance on this. There's right. no insurance now. So um, I don't know. We are interviewing generator companies right now, you know, and I want to be safe. I certainly but like a generator that's big enough. Right. To keep your restaurant going. Hundred thousand dollars easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we're thinking. And, and then over ten it? years, it's not yeah. quiet either, is no. it? And it's not quiet. No. And then I was told for sure get propane because the natural gas it they turn down the gas when there's a fire. Mm. So you can't even even if you have a generator you and it's hooked the- in to natural gas, they start slowing that down. And the worst part, I think, was the um, cell towers, you know, had like no, I couldn't get a hold of anybody. And I want, and people were like, oh, it was so great. I read a book on my porch <laughs> and I had candles. I'm yeah. like, oh, you're not I trying wish, to run a restaurant. I wish yeah, I could have yeah. done that. Well, and you're not on vacation. I mean, people come to yeah. Sonoma, come to yeah. Sonoma County for the, right. the wine country experience. And we, mm-hmm. we, we took that away from a lot of people yeah. for for anywhere from two to four days. Yeah. It was the zombie apocalypse. When I left here on yeah. Tuesday afternoon, I saw all the lines at the gas station. I was oh, like, what the hell insane. is going on here? Like went to go get electrical cords at Friedman's and like shelves were empty. Mm. <laughs> you know, like it was, it was crazy. <laughs> but it brought all those things from the fire back. And I was just like, oh my God, can I do this again? You know, we turned our thing into a commissary and fed and did what yeah. we had to do and it was like a lot and happy that I had something to do and take our mind off of things but I'm like I don't know if I could do it again you know it just was like so hard yeah well, this will be fun Better another safe than another sorry. yeah so yeah. I, I have it in my head that when I'm done we're done with this crazy restaurant world and mm-hmm. what, write, what are you gonna do write a book <gasps> about all the crazy shit that happens in the restaurant business can you remember it all oh yeah yeah well, but it, it's, thinking... it's gonna be called I just, I just love the title never on a Monday uh-huh. <laughs> right when shit goes wrong right. when, when's it happen 
Friday, Saturday, right, exactly. Friday right? at like five yeah. o'clock. Never yeah. on a Monday. Yeah, no, it's true. And when the power came back, so Friday, um, the health department came in on uh-huh. Saturday. Oh yeah, we've Saturday. seen we've seen them three times. Yeah, wow. in the middle is we have a new health department person. Yeah. 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 They were coming. They came around all yeah. over our places. Like we, we yeah. know what we're supposed to do. Right. You know, we don't want to kill anybody. Oh, we had a lot of dry aged duck that oh. bit the dust. Ooh. And then you got to start yeah. over. Yeah. Well, we were yeah. lucky because Will, the new Willie's is backed up to Pacific Market and oh, they had a generator. That's awesome. So they had so enough juice to walk keep in our walking up. That's up. amazing. Yes. Yeah. That was, oh, that's because, awesome. Because, well, we had actually rented a van and we're in the process right. of loading everything out of the walk-in. We're going to take it to the steakhouse. Right. Just because the walk-in's large enough to... To have it, yeah. But luckily, we didn't have to do that. Yeah. No, that's awesome. But, I mean, I figure if we do it, we have, we're we here for a minimum of 10 years. You know, if it happens three, four, five times a year, it's going to be worth it. Yeah. But it seems kind of crazy to put that much money into someone else's property. But do you own any of your um, restaurant properties? We own two of them. Bird in the Bottle and Starks. Oh, smart. Yeah. Smart. I wish I knew that when I started. Yeah. I think that helps. Uh, it's, it's a nice feeling for yeah. sure. So 400 employees now? A little over 400. That's a, you have an empire. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, let's go full circle. Full circle. <laughs> I'll have to end it on a, on a laughing note. Um, well, it's, it's, it's a joy to know you and Likewise. to, Thank um, you. you know, restaurant people get it. They, you know, you don't even have to say certain things. You can like, you start and you like know what the other person went through or you know what you're going through And, um, but I really am, I'm really happy for you that you've really, you know, you started where you started and you've made little things and you're employing 400 people and that's incredible giving them family, you know, a work family. And I think that, you know, that goes back to what do you love the most? Yeah. It's, it's that, it's that, you know, you see, uh, uh, your staff that, started with you when they were 18 now have you know own a house they're married they're having kids uh that is you know that's the thing that gets you out of Mm -hmm. the trenches and keeps you going yeah and that's also that's the biggest weight on my shoulder is Mm -hmm. the fact that i have to you know we pay these people right and they count on it Mm -hmm. and they need it Mm -hmm. to survive um but yeah i um think about all the chefs that have gone and, and managers that have opened their own restaurants and, you know, think about our alumni, where people are. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of fun to think about. Absolutely. But, um, yeah, we're, I mean, we're lucky. I don't, I don't know. I certainly don't know what I would have wanted to do if I didn't do this. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I think to be successful in this industry, you have to kind of, that has to be your yeah. attitude. Yeah, exactly. I'm in it to be in it. <laughs> you're, you're either meant to be in this business. Exactly. Or, or you're, or you're not. not. It's, yeah. it's like, uh, like an mm-hmm. athlete. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. I have a thousand more questions, but 
We'll have to have well, you back. I, I have to tell you that, you know, Terry and I, we've admired you from afar from mm. uh, the, the day that we moved up here, you know, uh, even though Sonoma feels like a million miles away it from did, Santa Rosa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, sorry. We, we, <laughs> we feel your presence over here and she, oh, she's still going strong. Mm. Okay, we'll, let's, we'll keep going strong. You know? <laughs> no, I love what you're doing. It's awesome. You know, originally I thought, you know, Richard Melman, let us entertain you. I mean, he was like my role model. I thought this guy's like opening things and they're all different concepts and they're all fun and they're all party like. And that was kind of like eventually what I thought. And sometimes I think I closed as many as I've opened, but I don't hang on too long. If it's like not working, working. it's I got to go. You know, I'm not going to sit on it and try and reinvent it 10 times or start doing two for ones and because early you know bird that special. That doesn't work. It no, doesn't work. it doesn't work. It, right. It's a tiny bandaid. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's a great but business. Isn't it's it? a great business. Well, and you guys have I very, can't wait. S- only on, never on a Monday, never on a Monday, never on a Monday. It, 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 the way you talk about your business and the way they talk about their business is just very similar in the, in the fact that it's not an empire, it's family. And yeah. that's, always the feeling that I got from Sandra working uh, for Sandra was that she, she's concerned about her employees yeah. Listen, more than anything else. She yeah. said from day one that uh, we don't really focus on the guests. Yeah. We just take care of the, uh, mm. the, the staff. Yeah. Uh, if they have everything they need to be successful and they're happy and they want to be here, mm-hmm. they're going to take care of the guests. Exactly. So yep. that's our job exactly. is taking care of the family. Yeah. Keep clothes yeah. on their back. Right. <laughs> Keep the lights on. Uh-huh. Lights on. Yeah. So. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. For Thanks for having us. And um, no real doom and gloom. You know, I mean, a few of these things just get you fired up, and we have some challenges, yeah, some things. opportunities, got our things. And then, you know, I do want to say that um, we had kitchen. Are you kitchen table advisors? They are an organization. We had them on the podcast a couple weeks ago, but I gave them a grant, I think the end of last year, maybe, or middle last year. And they are people that go in and help small farmers, like farmers that are really good about farming. Like they know how to plant and grow beautiful tomatoes, but they have no clue how to make a business of it they have no idea how to plan for you know rent increase or finding more land or anything how to take care of the family so basically and they have about 60 farms in northern california and um i was just really fortunate to meet them and see a farm and do that and i went to the fundraiser and so i gave them an auction item and they had seven auction items and it was a dinner for 40 and it went for 5500 nice. and I gave them a second one because there were two people bidding. And that brings me a lot of joy. Mm. Yeah. Because it's like they're, you know, they're simple things. We can do it. And these are the people that need to learn how to keep growing our food. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's critical. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome, though. But that made me really happy this week. So, like, those things can erase some of the other stuff. Yeah. 
Well, we're just in strange times right now. Yeah, we are. are. In general. We are. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's all we need to say about that. Yeah. I I think so, yeah. So how do, what's the best way for people to find you if they don't know about you? Do you have one core website? Yeah, starkrestaurants.com. And then it'll take you everywhere you need to go. You can open up whichever restaurant you're interested in Mm -hmm. or. And then Stark's Restaurant. Dot com, com with an S. <laughs> we'll make sure. And then Instagram. Yes. Um, for I'm, each one. I uh, yeah. yes. And Facebook. And Facebook. Do you have social media people that do yes. all that? Yeah. I, we're not. It? Yeah. We're not into we're it. We're not savvy. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. No. I, yeah. That Cecily came in to do little videos, so we have marketing. And I don't know if you know this, Sandra, but I actually applied and interviewed at Monty's before I was hired at Estate with you. Really? Oh, wow. Did you, what happened? I was not offered a position. <laughs> and you, and well, you that offered was me meant a position. to be. Wait, let me That explain. was meant to be. Let me explain why that happened. So this is funny. At Monty's, we had two, um, two folders. Yay, nay. Yeah, Mark. Right? <laughs> they got switched. When we first opened, when we first opened, we opened all the, the nose. This was and we hired the nose and no, yes we did. We so, came, we came into, <laughs> we, we came into training and we went. Oh my god, these are the nose. That is freaking hilarious. This is ten years ago, I think. Monty's has been there fifteen now. Okay. Yeah. So, oh, okay. So you. Yeah. All right. Well, that's no, we but, but it was, I, I just no, ended up in the nose. You, you, no, I'm you, so glad you did. You did okay. Yeah, you did all I'm right. so glad. When I was, well, my blip of a job for six months was at um, Tote Cuisine. Oh, Lisa Hemingway. Really? It was the little tiny place. Yeah. you guys weren't oh, open yet, but right. it was in that transition period. Yeah. It was pretty close to then. Right. Yeah. I had just really? moved. I didn't know where to go, what wow. to do. You know, when you come to a place where you don't really know anything or anybody, you just kind of go where there's a job. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Beth Barsman was still there from out to lunch. She was there. Yeah. It was a long time. It was a long time <laughs> ago. Yeah. I think that was 80. 80, 92, 91. Oh I don't know. It was a long time ago. Well, it's funny. You know, yeah. we have two restaurants that were Lisa Hemingway's now. Yes. Because the new oh, Willie's. Exactly. Is where is she where moved she, to. Yes. And prior to her being in there, it was the Italian affair. And so who was at the Who moved to where Burn right. so, I love that restaurant, too. It Thanks. was a good old time. Yeah. Oh, Italian. the Italian affair. Yeah. When it, it was, was delicious. When it was, when it was in, in town and country, it was yeah, really exactly. good. Exactly. Yeah, we would go there. Yeah, so we just laugh that we... It's so funny. It's a small world. It is a small world. Restaurants, it's a small world. It's a small world. Mm -hmm. You can go anywhere and you'll you'll be connected to somebody, something, which is super cool. Which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I just want to apologize on air, Brian, for... (laughs) But look, you (laughs) got... I don't think it was... Your path ended up the right way. It was... was, Yes, he was being guided to me, and I'm so grateful. You got Brian, we got Nick. We got Nick. You got Nick. Oh, Nick. Well, Nick started with you, so I couldn't be mad when he went back. (laughs) I couldn't. That's right. He came with us. He he started with you, and he came, and he saw his future with you. So I can only be happy for people. Well, he's doing really well. He's awesome. Yeah, and I'm so proud of him too. I know. I'm so proud of him. I I don't know that I would have 
thought that at the time, but I think he was still sowing some oats. Mm-hmm. So I'm really happy. Really, it's really cool. I didn't know Nick could speak for the first year. He's so quiet. <laughs> I know, quiet. he's so quiet. He's an iceberg. Yeah. He is. Well, so Nick was there when Gary was the general manager, and Gary, you know, takes most conversations over so he didn't really have to say a whole <laughs> lot at the time but but he was awesome great. please send my regards absolutely. yeah absolutely. for sure and i can't wait for this deli to open All right. yeah me too we're gonna go yeah. we're gonna go come go have schmear and say i know we're gonna head down to we're gonna head over to miracle plum at the end of the month, month end I of think. next month something like that so too bad it's not um yeah, we would Open have tried them, to have yeah. tag, tag teamed you guys, yeah. but mm-hmm. it didn't work out. Well, you're going to have to make two trips exactly. to Santa Rosa. I know. Oh two big know. outings. We'll do I it. I know. When is your mom coming to town next? Thanksgiving ish. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, she's going to want to head over to the, to the deli. deli. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Well, she'll be back. Yeah. I'm excited. All right. Anyway, well, thank, thank you very you. much. Yeah, thanks thank for you. having us. Yeah. This was fun. Yeah, it was very fun. If you haven't been to their restaurants, you are missing out. Yes. And don't go on Yelp and give some shitty review. <laughs> yeah, and just, don't read just, the bad ones. Read the good ones. Make your own. You got to train people, just I think, sometimes. be that, a blank canvas when you go somewhere and just live in the moment. Enjoy what you're doing. And you know what? You can have a martini without blue cheese olives. Yeah. It's doable. No reason. I've done it. Yeah. <laughs> if you're here to talk about it. <laughs> exactly. I survived. That's right. All right. Well, you can listen to some past episodes if you go to radiomisfits.com. Uh, check out The Bike Goes On or just go directly to our website, thebikegoeson.com. Saunders done a great job of keeping that website alive and fresh and new with um, uh, easy to navigate um, pictures and words. It's and mostly what pictures else you put on of there. you. But it, it is not mostly <laughs> pictures of me. <laughs> I think there might be one. There's a few. Uh, <laughs> but thank you for listening. We will uh, keep you abreast of all of the power outage news that's going to come our way this week. It's funny. October used to be about Halloween, and now it's about power. fires and fire safety and electric stuff. My yeah. daughter is just ready to put on a costume and go get candy. That's yeah. what she used to think of <laughs> in October. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. We will look forward to talking to you next week. Bye.